Chapter 1 A quote from Sir Osbert Lancaster All done from memory, 1963 The vast stucco palaces of Kensington Park Road and the adjoining streets had long ago been converted into self-contained flats where an ever-increasing stream of refugees from every part of the once civilised world had found improvised homes like the dark-aged troglodytes who sheltered in the galleries and boxes of the Colosseum. The day was utterly miserable for early May, even considering the expected vagaries of English weather. At a few minutes to four in the afternoon it was dark as twilight, and the rain came down in relentless pounding sheets. The gusts of wind had repeatedly turned Henri Durel's umbrella wrong side out, so he had given up and trudged down the old Brompton Road with his head down and his shoulders hunched against the torrent, trying to avoid losing an eye to carelessly wielded umbrellas that had proved stronger than his own, and dodging the waves thrown up by passing automobiles. Pain shot through his hip, and he slowed, wincing. He was nearing eighty, and the damp did quite unpleasant things to his joints, even without the stress of an unaccustomed jog. What had he been thinking? He should have stayed at the V&A until closing, then perhaps the worst of the storm would have blown through. He'd met a friend at the museum's café for Saturday afternoon tea, always a pleasant treat, but his haste in leaving had been inspired by his desire to get home to his flat in Roland Gardens and its seductive comforts, his book, a stiff whisky, the gas fire, and his cat, Mathilde. Jostled by a hurrying passerby, Henri stopped to recover his balance and found himself gazing into the windows of Harabies, the auction house. A poster advertised an upcoming sale of Art Deco jewellery. An avid collector, Henri usually kept up with such things, but he had been away for a spring holiday in his native Burgundy, where the sun had shone, thank God, and missed notice of this one. The auction was to take place the following Wednesday, he saw with relief. He could still buy a catalogue and peruse it thoroughly, if he hadn't missed the four o'clock closing time, that is. A quick glance at his watch showed one minute to the hour. Henri shook his wet umbrella, showering himself in the process, and dashed through Harabi's still open doors. A few minutes later he emerged, cheered by his acquisition and a friendly chat with the woman at reception. The rest of his walk home seemed less laborious, even though the rain had not abated. He toweled himself off and changed into dry socks and slippers, with Mathilde impeding the process by purring and butting against his ankles. He decided on tea rather than whisky, the better to ward off a chill, and when the pot had steeped, he lit the gas fire and settled himself in his favourite chair, the catalogue resting carefully on his knees. It was beautifully produced, as Harabi's catalogues always were, the house had never been known to lack style, and Henri opened it with a sigh of pleasure. Making room for the insistent cat, he thumbed through the pages, his breath catching at the beauty of the pieces. He had taught art history before his recent retirement, and something about the clean, innovative shapes of this period appealed to him above all others. Here the master artists were well represented. 
a diamond and sapphire pendant by Georges Fouquet, a diamond cocktail ring by René Boivin. Then his hand froze. An entry caught his eye, and his heart gave an uncomfortable flutter. Surely that couldn't be possible. He studied the photo more closely. Henri appreciated colour, so diamonds alone had never thrilled him as much as pieces that set platinum against the red, blue or green of rubies, sapphires or emeralds, but this. The brooch was made of diamonds, set in platinum, a double drop that reminded him of a waterfall or the swoop of a peacock's tail. The curving style was unusual for Art Deco, where the emphasis had been highly geometric. But the date of the piece was late 1938. And the name. The name he recognized with a jolt that sent the blood pounding.